Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kay. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. Now, on this podcast, I want to encourage and empower you to fulfill your God-given destiny by sharing some insights and truths found in the Word of God. Each week, we'll dive into the Word and explore how we can overcome challenges, find purpose, and positively impact the world. Now, whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting to explore your faith, I believe that the the Word of God can transform your life and bring you hope and encouragement. So join me today as we get fueled through encouragement in the Word of God. Well, hello, everybody. This is Kay with Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. Welcome, welcome to the podcast today. This is season one, episode eight of Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. You know, I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. So glad that you joined me today. Listen, I have to start this off by reminding you that this is the year of the open door. So we must begin to posture ourselves to go through the open door. You know, God does have an agenda and he has an agenda for your life in particular. And so God's agenda requires open doors. Open doors require obedience. Obedience requires alignment and always alignment will require you to shift. So let's continue to make the shift. Let's continue to go and get into alignment with the word of God and the plans and purposes that God has for our lives so that we can walk through the open doors. Glory to God. I want to talk to you today about this topic. God has not changed his mind concerning you. Oh, that's a good one, right? God has not changed his mind concerning you. So let's go ahead and get into it. I want to start in the book of Jeremiah, um, the first chapter and the fifth verse. And my fuel point number one is God chose you before the first mistake. Oh, goodness. Again, let me say that fuel point number one, God chose you before the first mistake. So in Jeremiah one and five, it says this, before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart. Do you hear that? I want you to lean into this, the scripture. He said, before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Oh, my good God from glory. I need you to understand this today. Um, those of you that are listening, God established his plan for you before putting you into your mother's womb. So listen, before you made your first mistake, before experienced your first failure, committed your first sin, God has already planned for God's plan for you has already been established. It already existed even before you were uh, placed in your mother's womb. God knew you and he had a plan for you and he separated you for that plan. So watch this because you've made a mistake, because you've maybe got it wrong several times over, um, um, multiplied. <laughs> you know, I, I have too. We all have gotten it wrong. We all have missed the mark. But watch this. You need to understand that before you made your first mistake, before you did that first horrible thing that you think is so unforgivable. I want you to know that God said, I already chose you. 
I've already um, set you apart before I put you in your mother's womb. I already knew you and had a plan and had a purpose for you. Glory to God. That's so important for us to understand that God chose you before the first mistake. And so why is that important to know, though? This is what I want you to understand, that that's important to know because we have an adversary, right? We have an adversary who wants you to believe that the mistakes you've made have made has have disqualified you. But I want you to know the devil is a liar. You have not been disqualified because you messed up or because maybe you're in a state right now where you're 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 deep in it. Right. You're deep in the mess that you've made for in, in your life. But I want you to know that God can restore you. He can rescue you and he can turn things around for you. But I do want you to know this. He has not changed his mind. The, the mistakes that you've made, the sins that you've committed, they're not powerful enough to make God change his plans that he has for you. Oh, man. And that is so exciting to me. Good God from glory. I'm so excited, though, that uh, your mistakes, they're not a surprise to God. I think it's so important that you understand that. I'm going to say that again. Your mistakes are not a surprise to God. And they are definitely not powerful enough, again, to make God change his mind about what he has called you to do. Now, I want you to understand something. Lean in when I'm saying this. Please understand that when I'm please understand what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it's okay to live a sinful life and serve God. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm simply saying is this. If you're living a sinful life, if you're living a life that's been full of mistakes and and, and things like that, I want you to know that God still values, loves, and he has a plan for your life. Let me say that again. He still values, values you. He still loves you. And he still has a plan for your life. He's calling you back to him. He's giving you the opportunity to repent and to be restored. Glory to God. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve. What a mighty and a merciful God we serve. That even though he knew that you were going to do what you were going to do, he, he knew about the abortion. Oh, I need somebody to hear me today. He knew about the adultery. He, he knew about every horrible thing that you've done or may even be doing. And he is telling me to let you know today he has still not changed his mind about what he's called you to do. Glory to God. And he's calling you back. So you know what? Make a decision today. I'm coming back to the, I'm coming back to you, Lord. Thank you for not changing your mind about me. Thank you for still allowing me to, to walk out the plans and purposes you have for me in my life. Oh, that's so wonderful. God is a God of grace and a God of mercy and a God of love. And he has a love for you that is so strong and so powerful. As a matter of fact, Jeremiah 31 and three says it like this, says that God has loved you with an everlasting love and with loving kindness. He's drawing you. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Somebody hear me today. I want you to know that God is drawing you today with his love. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. I'm so excited about that. Excuse that interruption, but we're going to keep on going, right? We're going to keep on going in spite of the, <laughs> in spite of the interruption. Glory to God. So watch this. Um, Next thing I want to say, my field point number two is this. You were made on purpose for purpose and you are not an accident. Oh, come on. Did you hear what I said? You were made on purpose and for purpose. And guess what? You are absolutely not an accident. Psalms 139, 13 through 18 says this, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. 
Glory to God. And then it says, wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Oh, I came to tell somebody today that uh, God wants you to know that you are a wonderful work because it says, after I knitted you uh, uh, in your mother's womb, uh, I said that you are a wonderful work. The scripture says that, let me read it again so you can hear that. For you, for you formed me in my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made and wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. I want you to know today that you are a wonderful work and you were made on purpose and for a purpose. You are not an accident. Doesn't matter how you got here. You were not an accident. You, you, you didn't just happen. You didn't just stumble up on life. God has a plan for your life. Life, even before you were born and oftentimes, right? Excuse me. Oftentimes we think that because of how we came into this earth, that it will impact, um, what God has for us. It doesn't matter if you came in this earth, uh, through, uh, an unwed mother. It doesn't matter if you came in this earth, um, through maybe unfortunately a rape, um, however it was that you came into this earth, I want you to know that God has a great plan for your life. And I want you to know that God loves you. Glory to God. And you are not an accident. You were made on purpose for a purpose by a purposeful God. I'm going to continue to read um, this scripture in Psalms 139. I'm at verse 15 now. And it says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Oh, do you understand what, what, what the writer is saying? He was, he, he's basically saying this, that even before uh, I was uh, formed in the womb and, 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 and before my mom gave birth to me, uh, you, you wrote a book of everything that you have planned for me in my life. Oh my God, listen, I came here to let somebody know today that there is a book in heaven with your name on it and it's got planned out everything God has for you. So watch this. You were so deeply thought of that God wrote a book about you in heaven before you were born. Oh, good. God from glory. And I believe God is saying, I need you. It's time to go after that book. It's time to go after the book that God has for you. Some of you may not have a clue what's written in your book, but I promise if you can go after the, the, the author, the one that wrote your book, he will let you know exactly what's in your book and exactly what he's called you to do. But I want you to know that you were made on purpose for purpose. And then it goes on to say, how precious, verse 17, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast is the sum of them. If I would cut count them. They are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Oh, in other words, God says you are on his mind. I want someone to know today that you're on the mind of God and, and that he thinks about you often. He thinks about you night and day and that you cannot get away from God. Glory to God. That as a matter of fact, when you wake up in the morning, he's thinking about you. When you go to bed at night, he's thinking about you. He loves you so much that you are always on his mind. 
everything. That Glory to God. I want you to be encouraged today to know that you were made on purpose for a purpose and you are not an accident. And even right now, as I'm speaking, you are on the mind of God. Oh, glory to God. So let's let's take a look at this. Let's see what Paul, you know, the Apostle Paul, who wrote, who wrote most of the New Testament. Let's see what he has to say about the matter. Let's see what he has to say about being called and, 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 and God not changing his mind. Let's look at Galatians 1. We're going to be reading 13 through 15 in the New Living Translation. And this is what it says. It says, you know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how I violently persecuted God's church. I did my best, he said, to destroy it. I was far ahead of my fellow Jews in my zeal for the traditions of my ancestors. But even before I was born, oh, there it is. God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace. Then it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. Oh, good God from glory. I hope that you are hearing this, sir. I hope you're hearing this, ma'am. God said that, uh, uh, Paul said it this way. He said, I destroyed the church. It was my job, I felt. It was my duty. It was my passion. It was my zeal to go after to to destroy the church and 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 to um discombobulate uh the first christians the early christians that's what i did i went to dismantle the church he said but god arrested me and he said before he was born god chose him to preach his gospel what are you kidding me so we're talking about a man who was on a mission to destroy the church of god and god called him and got a hold of him and and let him know that before you were born, I had a call for you and this ain't it. Oh, come on. I need somebody to hear me. I, I, I chose you in me. Uh, and, and this is not what I chose you to do. And then he began to show him exactly what he's called to do. And he allowed him to, um, receive, receive Jesus and begin to preach the gospel. How encouraging is that? So when I tell you, you were made on purpose and for a purpose and you are not an accident, that's exactly what I mean. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how far you feel like you've strayed. God has not changed his mind about you and you were made on purpose. And God has a wonderful, wonderful plan for your life. Glory to God. And finally, if you point number three, our final fuel point. Let's go back to Jeremiah. And our final fuel point is this. God watches over his word concerning you. Jeremiah 1, 11 and 12 says this. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch or a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of, of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert. Oh, glory to God and active watching over my word to perform it. Oh, I want to encourage you today to agree with God. He's watching over his word to perform it. I want you to know that. And, and I want to encourage you to go back and read Jeremiah 1. It's a powerful pa passage, it's a powerful chapter uh, right before this scripture where he asked Jeremiah, what do you see? He began to give him specific instructions about what he was to say 
um, to his people, that he was going to be an instrument in God's hand and God was going to put his words in his mouth. And he went on to give him uh, some more detailed instructions about what he what he was called to do. And then right after that, he said, what do you see? And the Lord let him know that I want I want you to know that I'm going to watch over my word to perform it. Everything I've called you to do, I'm going to watch over my word concerning you to perform it. So I want you to know that God is watching over his word concerning you. God is watching over that book that he wrote about you. He's watching over that to make sure it gets performed because those are God's words about your life. And I'm telling you, he doesn't want any of them to fall to the ground. So I want you to agree uh, with God today. Come on, agree with God. Simply agree with God. Agree that he still loves you. Agree that he still values you. And this is all according to the word. Agree that he still wants to use you. I believe that as you turn to him today, he will restore unto you the joy of your salvation. He will restore your strength. And I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that he wants to redeem the time. All the time that you've wasted, all the time that you've ignored all the time that you you've given in you caved in you quit all the time that you've turned your back on him and you were busy doing other things that had nothing to do with him God said I want I want to redeem your time and if you go ahead and come into an agreement with him today go ahead and agree with God today agree with the word of God concerning your life today I believe that you're going to begin to live your best life ever as he restores your joy as he renews your strength and as he's as he redeems the time. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I hope that this word encouraged you today. Again, remember our podcast today was titled, God has not changed his mind concerning you. Glory to God. Let's do a recap. So fuel point number one, remember God chose you before the first mistake. So it doesn't matter. Your mistake doesn't uh, determine God's uh, plan for you. Glory to God. But in spite of your mistakes, God still has a plan for you. Fuel point number two, you were made on purpose and for a purpose. Oh, you're not an accident. And fuel point number three, God watches over his word concerning you. He's watching over his word to perform it. Glory to God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord God, for strengthening your people today. I pray, Lord God, that those that have gone away from you and they maybe have stumbled up on this podcast or maybe someone sent it to them and maybe they're not in a position where they feel like you, you, you are pleased with them, but God, you love them. And I pray that today they will return to you. I pray today that they will repent and, 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 and cry out to you, Lord. God, and receive uh, the joy of their salvation, receive forgiveness, receive restoration today in the name of Jesus. And for those of you, Lord God, that that are serving you, but maybe they've made some wrong choices and maybe they've they've uh, committed some um, some sins and some things and made some mistakes that were out of alignment with your word. Restore them today, Lord, as they repent, as they call unto you, Father God, and let them know that they that you've not changed your mind about them and that the work is still there for them to do and that they are still to to uh, advance your kingdom, Father. I thank you for great restoration taking place today as people regain and 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 begin to take their position. Glory to God in what 
what you've called them to do in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the great love for your people. You will never leave them. You will never forsake them. Oh God. But on the contrary, you are with them into the ends of the earth. And I thank you, Lord, that they will fulfill their God given destiny in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory and the praise. Amen. 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 Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Remember, remember as always. Oh, you got this. Glory to God. And I'll see you next time. Well, thank you for listening to the Encouragement Fuel for the Journey podcast, where I believe that encouragement is the fuel for our journey. Now, if you were encouraged inside of the word today, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to get fueled in the word and provide the encouragement you need to keep moving forward. And remember, you got this.